Here at The Brighter Ministry, we want to liberate, encourage, and bless you on your journey. But nothing we share here is meant to be medical advice. Please find the care of your own local health care professionals to guide you in your decision making. What in the world do you say to someone who's depressed? Or what do you not say? What are we as support people to do? And what does the gospel have to say about this? Let's talk about it. world we face hard things for some of us the hardest stuff exists within ourselves as we or someone we know grapples with mental illness we believe there's great hope and power in the gospel of christ and that this hope and power can defeat all darkness even the most eluding and treacherous kinds if you've ever wondered where god could be in all of the loneliness confusion and difficulty stick around Here, we share practical and spiritual truths from the Bible and our own lives to help you navigate through whatever you may be facing. We believe that wherever you are in your journey, Jesus can make it brighter. All right, welcome back to the Brighter Podcast. Uh, I'm Steph. I'm here with Laura. Hello. And uh, we're excited today to talk about being a support person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which Laura does uh, for employment. Professionally, I guess. Yeah. Even though I certainly don't necessarily feel like a professional support person it's, a lot of the time. It's what you are. But I <laughs> guess technically it, what it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're a social worker and you work in the field of mental health, right? Yeah. Just for anyone who doesn't know. Right now you're on mat leave with your daughter, so that's yes. that's also full time support for a tiny person. Yeah, just a very cute. different level of support. That's right. Um, I don't have any professional experience in this area, but uh, I'm also a mom and a friend and a wife and a daughter and yeah. um, other things. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also uh, have required support for mm-hmm. mental health, um, which for I think gives really good baseline of how to provide support if you've been there yeah if you've if you've been supported well Mm -hmm. um it's it's a good way to maybe equip others to support others well surprisingly I'm I don't feel like that great of a support person myself like if someone else I know is struggling it's not really my natural tendency to be super nurturing and empathetic and compassionate Mm. it's funny I fall into the same kind of patterns and mistakes that people have made when supporting me that frustrated oh. me, <laughs> but I just naturally do it. Like yeah, my yeah. first response is like, just get up and fix yeah. it. Like get over it. You know, it's just terrible. It's terrible. But, um, I think I'm learning a lot in my, in these past couple years and, uh, having some people in my life that have really like required a lot of support mm. and just, um, just out of pure necessity and getting before God and saying, God, will you help me? support them better uh, I, I do feel like I've gotten a little bit better <laughs> uh, but it has taken extra work I think for me because I'm just not like I, I would not make a good nurse I probably wouldn't make that good of a social worker I feel like probably I, I'm not a very mommy mom <laughs> that's what I, I think the but empathy sometimes is a noise there well the empathy is there but the, that natural like nurturing kind of come alongside you make you feel better I don't know for I don't feel like it's there it probably is to a lot of an extent that I don't I don't really acknowledge I think it's there more than you think but maybe and and maybe for some of us who are support people that is kind of 
the way that we feel because well, and I was gonna say there's a lot of times where I'm like I can't deal with this what exactly. and then I'm like oh wait no you have to because exactly. you are getting paid to do it yeah <laughs> or or you don't want to support the person in your life that you have a relationship have with to. yeah or that you're married to maybe or that you were you were born from like yeah. your parents but you know we we are given these God-given roles and it's our responsibility. And yeah. oftentimes that responsibility can um, can really breed the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, breed, <laughs> yield the fruit of the breed. spirit. <laughs> you can't bre- breed <laughs> a fruit. You can yield the fruit. Um, yes. Anyway, so <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're just rambling. Yeah, we're a bit loopy today. That's okay. We're going to actually get into the meat of this right away. There's a lot of practical uh, tips that we're going to share as well as kind of more understandings uh, for people to have uh, yeah. who might be support people. So if you're listening to this, maybe you're someone who's experienced uh, mental illness or just challenges yourself and needed support. Uh, maybe you're going to send this episode to someone you know <laughs> to be like, this hey, might this might help you. Some tips. Yeah. yeah. And if you are going to do that, of course, you know, tell them, thank you. Thank you for supporting me in mm. my life. Um, I know it's not easy if you're ever looking for something that you think would help you to help me or whatever, you can check out this podcast. Yeah. Uh, certainly this is not like, oh, <laughs> don't thump this episode over someone's head for doing a bad job. No. <laughs> there, I mean, there's times I've like sent my husband like, oh, hey, this might help you kind of understand a bit more about why I have this type of behavior that might be weird. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah. O- it's always good to give people some education yes and and tone and and relationship and context is important right oh yeah and we'll get into that more I guess when we talk about empathy but um yeah let's talk about the basics so that's the one person who might be listening the other person who might be listening is a support person who maybe is challenged by their role of supporting someone Mm. or maybe there's a person in your life that you're supporting and maybe you're the only person supporting them yep Uh, this is the episode for you so let's talk about kind of the basics. Laura, what's, we wrote, we wrote down knowing your place. Like mm-hmm. what does it mean for someone to know their place as a support person? As a support person, we need to know that it's not our responsibility to be the fixer or to be their savior, right? Uh, we have to take, as the person needing support, we also need to take ownership of what's going on and so as a support person um just know that it's not up to you to fix whatever they're going through is there anything you wanted to add no I think that's really good and and I think as well that in a sense brings us right to the gospel right away yeah because we know who our savior is and it's not someone walking this earth right now it's someone who walked the earth a long time ago and sits you know in the heavenly realms now and that's Jesus who's who's overcome like and we kind of already mentioned it uh a lot of the time if you've experienced something that can make you a really great support person when you have that empathy or you've been through similar things and that's something that I love so much about Jesus is that he walked this earth. He's experienced the things of this world. Mm-hmm. He's not just, he, he came down to experience the flesh and how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. And he did it perfectly. And so we have a savior who who knows what it is like and has experienced yeah. a lot of 
those things, has experienced uh, turmoil and defeat. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, he overcame it. And so, yeah, it's just really great to know that we have a Savior who he gets it. He gets it. And also he gets the support role, too, as, mm-hmm. you know, I think of God the Father yeah. and uh, and his place in heaven as the father of all all people, yeah. all, all children. And um, fatherhood is like such a supportive role and lifelong role. Um, and it's it's a beautiful one. And he's the best at it. Yeah. He's what we long for the most. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> for those of you supporting, you also have a great support in heaven. Yeah. Uh, and he can be quite close to you in these moments of turmoil as you watch someone else suffer or you as you walk through the trenches with them. Um, he is also with you. And it's important for us to know that uh, we are not that person for others that we support. We yeah. are not ultimately their savior. We're not the one who's going to uh, make it all better. No. Um, no matter what we do. Of course, you know, we can have a really positive effect on people and, and a profound effect on oh, uh, yeah. on someone's yeah. life in our support. But if we take it on as our mission to fix yeah. them or to, uh, you know, be the end all be all for them, uh, we're going to find out very quickly that we were not created for that. No. You're going to find a lot of defeat. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about tone and compassion and empathy. This is something like I said already that I kind of struggle with. Um, and something called acceptance, I think, in support. You know, whether we might understand uh, what someone is going through or not, accepting what they're going through and mm. accepting what they feel. Yeah first and then approaching it gently with empathy uh, is really powerful and I think that looks like the difference between someone saying I don't get it why don't you just xyz like why don't you just stop doing this and start doing this and and that tone of kind of like figure it out you know which I've actually said to someone before uh because as a person on the outside of that experience it is you do feel a bit powerless yeah because you're watching someone experience something and you just kind of want it to stop for them yeah you want them to stop feeling what they're feeling it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable and and that temptation to just be kind of like figured out um it's really unhelpful for both of you yeah Uh, and so the the best way that I know for support to occur is through listening acceptance and empathy those are kind of the three things like really hear what a person is saying slow down like really listen. Yeah. And people's feelings are valid. Even even if they don't seem like they make sense to you, each individual has their own set of feelings and the way they perceive things. So it's really not constructive to tell someone yeah. well you can't feel that way or yeah or, or you're overreacting. Stop feeling stop feeling sad. Yeah. Yeah, you're overreacting. That's a that's a big one. Um, that's just not, not not helpful. And, and ultimately they might be overreacting. I mean, I mean, I think of even just in pregnancy when a person is, a woman is like just raging with hormones Mm -hmm. and something very little feels very, very big to that person. Or even if you're like hangry. 
Yeah. Yeah. You overreact. But to tell someone that in the we moment. all know is just. Yeah. Especially makes, in the moment. It makes you want to like get more angry. Yeah. So I guess if you're wondering, well, then what? Like if I if I don't want to point out the obvious to them, which to you might feel like the obvious. Yeah. You know, you're obviously depressed because you're doing this, this and this. Yeah. You know, the best way to kind of get around that is to just stop and almost repeat back to them mm. what they've shared with you and check in that you've actually heard them. You know, right. if so, if someone's saying, Oh, I'm so, I'm so frustrated with this thing and it's never going to get better. And I'm so lost and so down and this and this and this. And when you listen at the end of listening, you just say, wow. So it sounds like you're feeling really down. You feel like this is probably mm-hmm. not going to get better. You've like just, almost repeating what they've said to yep. you paraphrase paraphrase so that you guys are on the same page establish yes. that you've heard them and that you're on the same page yep. it will do more for them than you know for them to actually feel heard it, exactly I was gonna say it, it makes them feel like their their feelings are being validated yep even if you feel like you're probably not even doing anything yep but yep. it's in those moments where they're just wanting to be heard uh, and a lot of the time if someone is looking for advice, they will ask. They'll, there'll be things they're saying, like, what do you think? Or how should I go about this? Or they're going to ask for advice if they want it yeah. a lot if of they the say, time. If they say, I don't know what to do. Yes. Then, then the next thing that you can do is, you know, gently prompt them. You can say, can I share something that might encourage yeah. you or you know, can I, can I share some ideas with you or do you 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 have any ideas that you want to talk about what you can do? And that takes us right into our next big thing, which is, uh, supporting the person's support system. Mm -hmm. So you might be a support person. You might be, um, even a parent and we, we are going to have an episode just for parents soon. And parents with children as well yeah parents of adult children and parents of younger children who are experiencing um, issues in this area but if you are supporting a person in whatever capacity you're supporting them as we said before it's important to know you're not the end-all be-all of support but Mm -hmm. also just practically there should be more people on the team yeah if you you are realizing that it's just you and the person is primarily dependent on you always needs you in a crisis that is probably a bit of a red flag that it it would be good to help them build a bit more of a support system toolbox yeah whatever you want to call it and that can start with um with the empathy with saying yeah it sounds like you really want to talk to me every time this stuff Mm -hmm. is happening uh I see that you're you're going through this thing you know and gently prompting is there is there some other people we can get on your support team? Yeah. You know, I'm happy to keep supporting you, but you know, I think probably having a counselor would be really helpful. Yeah. Uh, you could prompt them, especially if they're losing function and mm-hmm. quality of life, like drastically. Uh, it's probably a good way to prompt them to say, hey, have you talked to your doctor about this? Like, yeah. do, you, do you know if what you're going through is normal or if there's a history of this in your family? Like, yeah. do you, do you want to talk to your doctor and about it? It can be useful to point out. I've noticed these these patterns going on. I've noticed that every few months, it seems like you're experiencing this for quite a while. Pointing out patterns can be 
quite effective because a lot of the time when you're in, when you're experiencing it yourself, you're not able to really see the other side or see from kind of a bird's eye view how this actually is reoccurring. Yeah. And so that might bring some awareness to, oh yeah, maybe I actually do need to look at other support and this isn't just a situational thing. Exactly. Uh, I think also prompting gently uh, exercise and lifestyle choices, you know, Hey, like sounds like you need some more sleep. Do you want, do you, mm. wanna, do you want me to help make that happen? I'll watch your kids. You can sleep or, or, uh, you know, maybe we'll set an alarm together in the morning to get up and go for a walk, but yeah. let's both get to bed early so we can do that. Or, um, you know, asking them about things that might be causing problems, like choices they're making with, with work or with, um, you know, watching too much Netflix, yeah, stuff that stuff that's getting them yeah, down or yeah. healthy relationships or unhealthy relationships in their life. Like I said, gently prompting, just asking these questions because ultimately, even if you think you know what the answers are, the person has to come they to those. They have to come to it. They themselves. have to come to them themselves. Yeah. You can prompt them to community. You know, hey, have you talked to these other friends that you have? You used to talk right. about them all the time. I, I don't hear you hanging out with them anymore. Yeah. You haven't mentioned them in a while. Have you reached out to them? Hey, have you huge. been to church lately or did you watch uh, that last church service that just came on or mm-hmm. um, have you reached out to any of your like mentors or those leaders that you used to f- be so connected with? Yeah. Um, you know, prompting therapeutic activities and things that they, you know, they enjoy. Hey, you haven't painted in a while. I used to paint all the time yeah. or used music to, used to write, you know, what do you want to write about what you're going through? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, another big one is you point out resources that you think they might have access yes. to. Yeah. So like community resources. Um, so that's, you know, different agencies, crisis lines, even gen- if you're in school stills, post-secondary, um, all post-secondary schools have counseling supports, EAP, so employment assistant programs, or speaking with HR, saying, are the, what are the options for me? Again, we're wanting to expand that support system. It yeah. shouldn't just be you. You shouldn't be the only thing that is their, their go-to. Yeah. Uh, if you're someone's person, you know, and you notice they're resisting all this stuff you can just say hey I don't know if I can I can't hold you up like I'd love to see you thrive and and I know that you need more than just me Mm -hmm. and our friendship and our relationship uh is there someone else you can text and like you know get together with and and share things with and then you know of course Laura you're queen of the boundary conversation and that brings us really nicely into the boundary conversation yeah So we need to, as support people, we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. It is so easy to get wrapped up in other people's stuff. And we don't even realize that we ourselves could be falling apart. You know, we could be not paying attention to our relationships. Uh, We could not actually be functioning at our best because we're just so consumed by the person we're supporting or the people we are supporting. So we have to remember it's not our sole responsibility to fix people. We support them. We can encourage them. But ultimately, only God can change one's soul and and one's heart. It's not, that's not our job. So we need to, like we've said in other episodes, we need to get off the throne. If somebody has placed us on a throne, we need to just remind them that ultimately God needs to be mm. their go-to uh, and we don't have all those answers. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that circles back to tone again. Uh, mm-hmm. And and on the on the topic of encouragement, because you might be wondering, like, well, shouldn't I just share like really encouraging scriptures with them and, uh, you know, send them to church and like for those of us who are believers, that's a that's a temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we know, God created us spirit, soul, and body. So there's right. a lot more at play than just the spiritual realm. The person may very well be leaning into God as much as they can. Yeah. Um, or maybe they're running from God, but being preached at uh, is not helpful. I was reminded of that this week. I made that mistake and it's very humbling and tone matters. You know, if if you're going to, if you want to encourage someone in the spirit, you want to encourage them in the word. Jesus constantly said, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Mm -hmm. So someone's got to have ears to hear. And, and you can always ask, Hey, would you mind is if it okay I, if I could I share these things yeah. with you you know would you mind if I pray with you right now uh is that okay with you would it help you if I if I sent you some encouraging scriptures mm-hmm. you know a couple times a week by text or if I called you when I was reading and, and was really encouraged by something to share it with you because yeah. that might very well encourage them yeah uh, but just having you randomly preach at them yeah when you feel it's relevant uh, it, you know, it might not be as helpful as, as we want. As we think, yeah. yeah. Just to summarize up boundaries, we have to remember too, people are responsible for their own actions and you're responsible for your own actions and for what you say to people too. So if people are making us feel like we're responsible for things that they have done or for what they're going through, we need to step back and, yeah, just re- just remember that, it's not our job to fix them. It's their life. We're there as, alongside them, but we're not there as their savior. Yeah. Yeah. Really quick, when to seek immediate help or uh, move past your own kind of set of uh, resources. So yeah. if, if somebody uh, has a plan to harm themselves or if they're talking about harming themselves, definitely get some some help. If they're escalating and talking about harming others, if they're having signs of psychosis, like they just don't seem like they have any touch with reality anymore, or if they're under an influence of a substance or they've they've been drinking or using, especially if they have a a, a known mental illness Mm -hmm. uh, or they're becoming distressed. Uh, Laura, what should a person do if that's happening? If that's happening, it would be worth... If you can, if you're able to get them to go with you, let's say, to the emergency department, I would say it's probably best to avoid just calling for police or EMS to come because a lot of the time that can escalate someone more or make someone more anxious. Agitated. Um, Yeah, and it cannot necessarily be constructive. So if the person trusts you, if you're able to speak with them, again, watching your tone about how you're concerned about them and their safety, and you're not sure if you're the best person to support them, you could be calling a crisis line. There's some crisis 24-7 supports like within your area, within London. And then there's the crisis center in London, So you could try going there or try going to the emergency department. If, you know, they're becoming violent within that moment um, or they, you know, have something that they are going to use to attempt uh, suicide, then 
Definitely I would call say 9 calling nine one one is what you want to yeah. do. Get get some help on the scene right away. Yeah. yeah, 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 and for yourself as well. Like, make sure you take care to call your pastor, talk yeah. to your support people. Yeah, be aware of who supports you as yeah. you support this person, and uh, and definitely lean on those supports when you can and when the time is right again. Yeah, and you're not in the moment with them anymore because mm-hmm. um, these these are not easy things to walk through with people. No. Yeah, let's let's look at Jesus as a support person and as someone who wept alongside others uh, really quick. And then and I think we'll be done. So John 11, um, 33, 35, Jesus sat with people in their grief. Uh, Laura, do you want to read that? Yeah, so um, this is uh, just when Lazarus has uh, died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So yeah, we see here, Jesus is sitting with people in their grief and sorrow and empathizing with them. He's not there right away. Reprimanding. Yeah. Correct. I'm going to fix this. He does. (laughs) He does. (laughs) And he can, certainly. Yes, yes. But he first sits with them and lets them feel what they need to feel. Yeah. yeah. And also wept with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Romans twelve fifteen, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Uh, that's that empathy coming from God again. Mm-hmm. And then let's not forget about the Holy Spirit before we go. So if you're listening to this and you're a believer, um, you have access to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. night and day and you know, Jesus described the Holy Spirit as our advocate, our counselor, our helper. In yeah. John 14, uh, 16, this is Jesus speaking. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. So like we said, we have uh, we have the Holy Spirit as our helper and our, our comforter forever. It's God's characteristic um, to have these things, to be our advocate, to be our helper, to be a counselor, um, which we see through the Holy Spirit, um, and we're made in God's image. So when we have the Holy Spirit with us, um, these are characteristics that we have and we can use to share God's truth while we're supporting someone. Yeah, so hopefully that encouraged you um, and uh, gave you a a bit more uh, practical ways on how to help someone and just remember that uh, it's important for you to also feel like you're supported and you also have a support system as well. Yeah. I think on Instagram today, uh, when this episode releases, we'll have a um, like a, a thing going on our Instagram stories. We'll, we'll have you guys come and share if you've been supported really well by someone mm. or you've been a support person and you've got practical tips or ideas or things that, uh, like stories of ways that you were really supported, uh, come on Instagram with us today. We're going to have that, um, up and people will be sharing and, uh, hopefully you can learn from what others have been through and share what you've been through and, uh, we can help each other to help each other. Uh, and that's just a picture of the body of Christ right there. Uh, none of us are doing it right all alone. We have to do it all together. So, uh, yeah, head over to Instagram and do that today. We're at brighter podcast ministry. 
on Instagram and Facebook. We'll have the stories up on our Facebook as well, um, but certainly easier to answer on Instagram. I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so check us out there today. And in the meantime, uh, abide, abide, abide. God's with you and uh, we'll be with you again next week.